Hey guys, what's up? Um, we're a day late, but we're still here. So, Kara and Didi are gonna join me. We're gonna try to cover two shows today. Um, there's craziness going on around us all around. So, we're waiting on um Kara and Didi to join and gonna just talk about some of the stuff that happened today and then we're gonna jump into the 90 day fiance podcast i know we're late we should have been here yesterday sorry guys um but yeah so i'm gonna wait for the girls to join and hopefully get started soon welcome everyone happy monday hope everyone is having a good week um make sure you text your loved ones you know and um reach out and make sure that everyone knows you care about them and you love them because you don't know what's really going on. You know, you really just don't know. So just want to make sure we bring that up. All right. Um, give me a second. I'm going to invite Kara and Didi. I know Kara is running late, so she should be here in a few. But I think Didi is going to join. Thank you so much, Pineapple. Um, I think I saw your DM. I'm not sure. But um, I appreciate that. Um, I'm going to go back and check them. I got a bunch. I really appreciate everybody reaching out. Today, So thank you so much for everybody reaching out. I just, I don't even know what to say, honestly. It's just insane. Dee's here. Hey. Hi. How are you doing? I'm okay. How are you? I'm good. Waiting for this hurricane to hit. So, <laughs> right? I know this. There's just craziness all around, right? This whole world is just crazy right now. So, oh, Kara's here. Yay! Kara's <laughs> here too. Oh, um, pineapple. Your best friend lost their dad a few hours ago. Literally had a fatal heart attack. I'm so sorry. My condolences to you. Hey. Hi. How are Hi. you? I'm a hot mess. Sorry, I'm late. It's okay. I'm a whole day late. So oh, well, it is what it is, right? Okay. I mean, we're we're here, though. That's what's here. important. Yes. We're here. Yeah. That's the important part. <laughs> How are you doing, guys? How's everybody? Well, we're here. Yeah. You know, it's it's kind of it's kind of a hard day, you know? Yeah. Um, got some pretty bad news. I want to just say in the beginning, guys. Um, one of my really good friends passed away today. Um, if you hadn't heard, his name was Josh Cedar. And um, I just want to say I loved him. He was a brother to me. So it really it cut pretty deep to hear that information. I was shocked. We literally just spoke. So like I said earlier, call your loved ones, text your loved ones, hug your loved ones, tell them how much they mean to you. And if they don't look like they're okay, or even if they look like they're okay, Ask them if they're okay. Hug them. Just be there because you never know what's going to happen in this world. You really don't. Yeah. I'm really into pineapple right there. So let's talk about all these bitches we're going to punch in the face. <laughs> right? Okay, so let's start with before the 90 days because that's what we were supposed to start with yesterday, right? So before the 90 days, um, there's a lot. So we watched Christian and Cleo. And Christian kind of has a um, a habit of inviting women to things. Like he, the first time that he took Cleo out, 
he talked to the table of women behind them and invited them into their conversation. Now he's taking it a step further. He has invited a woman to their Thanksgiving. Now, I know that you girls are going to destroy him, but I'm just, I'm just in my mind, I'm trying to understand what would possess a man to believe that. And I'm not talking about Cleo being um, autistic. I'm not talking about just a woman in general. Okay, that she would want you to bring another woman into her house for Thanksgiving dinner, which was supposed to be your first Thanksgiving dinner together, which is supposed to be special, it's supposed to be a memory that you make together. And I think what really puzzles me about this man is he never seems to understand why he's wrong. I think that's what's puzzling because, you know, when a kid does something wrong and the mom's like, you shouldn't have done that, and the kid, it's like, okay, and they kind of understand. They're like, okay, I understand I got hurt or this could have happened. I don't think that um, Christian understands why the things that he does are wrong. And I think that's what's puzzling to me. Well, first of all, this dumbass. Oh, <laughs> God, this dumbass. He gets drunk and does stupid shit. And then he acts like it's no big deal the next day. That's his whole deal. He's just an idiot. He's just an idiot. Go, Dee Dee. Hi, Kimberly. <laughs> hey, Kim. You really want me to go off on Christian? First of all, first of all, he is one selfish, sorry, you know what, you know what. I got to keep it clean, okay? First of all, who in the hell does he think he is to invite a total stranger to um, their house? Like to the, B, uh, the, the, um, the BR and B, whatever you want to call them things. Why would why would you do that? And why are you even out on the bar drinking? Shouldn't you be at home, like cooking and straightening up, waiting for Cleo to come back and then decide if y'all want to go to the bar? Like, why does he think that he is so important that he has to be out and drinking and he doesn't even try to talk to men? That's the thing. He's always wanting to talk to women. I can't wait to see this Thanksgiving dinner that they walked out with one bag of groceries. One bag. I, I'm assuming that none of them can cook, right? I can't even make a pie with one bag of groceries. Right. Like for Thanksgiving dinner, it normally takes three or four trips yeah. to different stores oh. because you just need so much shit, yep. right? Like you need, like, first of all, the turkey in itself is like 30 pounds. So that's yep. basically one trip if you're by yourself. Yeah. Then you need like 50 different things to make the pie. Then there's like 30 different sides and you need like 40 different things. So yeah, I'm assuming that they can't cook and they, they got like some sort of frozen meal that they're gonna just bake yeah. or whatever. If they even make it to the Thanksgiving dinner, because in my mind, there's no reason to go through with a Thanksgiving dinner as a couple because you're not a couple. Because this man is under the impression that every time she's at class or at school or not with him, he's allowed to go and talk to any woman that he wants and then bring the woman, said woman, back to their house to invite them over for dinner, thanks, and whatever the hell they have going on. I just don't get it. And it's like, I, I wanted to give him the benefit of a doubt that maybe he was just a frat boy who never grew up. But no, I think that Christian doesn't understand the world that he lives in. Like, I think that he doesn't fully understand how relationships work. He definitely doesn't understand how autistic people work. Yep. Because she has told him, I can't even count how many times, why 
she does the things that she does. It's not because she doesn't like bars. It's not because she doesn't like being in public. It's not because she doesn't like strangers. These are things that affect her condition, okay? She's not avoiding strangers or doesn't like to talk to strangers. This isn't things that she just does because she doesn't like it. It's because she's dealing with a condition. And I think the fact that he ignores the fact that it has to do with it, he's like, well, you might like it. That's like telling a person who can't swim, hey, jump off the side of this boat into the ocean. You might like it. Yeah. You what just the like hell it. are you, you talking about? What are you, they're going to drown. Like, what the hell is wrong with you? Yep. This guy, he is the biggest piece of shit. I can't even handle him. He is. I can't stand him. And he is so, I mean, he doesn't care that she's autistic. He don't care that, you know, she has panic attacks. He does not care about none of that. The only person he cares about is his own self-centered, selfish self. Yep. I can't yeah. stand him. Yep. I think what bothered me the most was when he said he had love for her and she was like, oh, you love me. And she acted like, okay, we can work on this. Yep. And I was like, don't fall for that shit. He doesn't love you. This is like a typical thing that people do when they screw up. They say, I love you, or they buy you a present and accompany it with, I love you. They yeah. don't love you and they're not sorry. This is just a get out of jail free card that people tend to try to use when they screw up. Instead of just apologizing and acknowledging that they're a piece of crap, they want to buy you something. And then they want to say, oh, well, I love you. And this is turning into something. No, BS. Yeah, love bombing. Exactly. I hate that. Yep. Use your actions and show that you love the person. I always felt like, because I'm the type of person where I don't think it matters how much the ring costs. I think we had this huge debate on my podcast back when Jasmine and Gino were on the first time because the ring cost was an issue for Jasmine. Yeah. I think what had that. I feel like it doesn't matter how much the ring costs. It doesn't matter how much you spend on the wedding. None of that matters if you really love each other. Okay. And I think if it matters to one person more than the other, you should question their love for you, right? Yeah. I definitely feel like that. Also, why is she, he doesn't ever compliment her if she doesn't compliment him first. Every time she says, wow, you look nice. He's like, thanks, you do too. But it's never, you look beautiful. I like your whatever. I like your face. I like your hair. I like your clothes. No, nothing like that. Yeah. It's all accompanied by a forced compliment. I, I agree. And I cannot believe that she, that she was like, like talking about how she could not um realize how she pulled a fine mf -er like she did yeah. fine from where him and his please little... show me where him and, <laughs> I mean, little... him and his little i had to put my glasses on about that one. i was like uh where <laughs> she should have said i can't believe i was able to pull somebody with such a small neck <laughs> oh yeah yeah the small neck comment i was like I don't know. Is that a compliment or not? I was very confused by it too. I've never heard that to tell someone they had a small neck. I know. I know. I Big Ed might. Big Ed might take that as a compliment, right? <laughs> to say Big Ed would be so happy, right? He had one <laughs> because it made me think. But I was like, well, I don't know. Ed might be like, that was a very nice thing for you to say. Thank you. I appreciate it. I don't know. If someone said it to me, I don't know how I would take it. But I was like, I don't know, depending on who you're talking to, maybe that is a compliment. I never heard it. Yeah. You know, that maybe in the UK, they, they judge people based on the size of their necks. Oh, wait, um, <laughs> Coupled with Chaos says, small neck equals small fill in the blank. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. You might be on to something. See, 
I didn't think of that. Maybe that's where they were going. See, now it makes a lot more sense. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's probably why he said he is the first one with that with that small of a neck that he has ever measured. <laughs> See? Maybe maybe we're oh my Yeah. That would make sense because his <laughs> ego and the way that he acts, he I feel like he would drive one of those really big trucks. Yeah. Right? Yeah, to make up for something. Like he would drive one of those really massive raised up trucks. Okay, we're getting we're getting way far off topic. But <laughs> I definitely want Cleo to kick this dude out before Thanksgiving dinner. He doesn't deserve to be at her house for Thanksgiving. He doesn't deserve to be in her house at all. Yeah. Like I really wish that oh, somebody on Twitter said he wanted to bring in someone because he felt outnumbered because Cleo always has her friend there um, with her. And I was like, that kind of does make sense. He did say that he felt outnumbered and he feels double teamed. Then you know, go meet a guy. Go meet a freaking guy. Yeah. Or call up. one of your family members. Well, yeah. Why can't he have a guy friend? Yeah. Even on the airplane, it was women. It's like he, he's immune to men. Like there'll be a, 10 men in the bar, he doesn't notice one of them. Yep. There'll be one woman out of like 30, he's gonna be drawn to that woman. And it's very interesting to me because he says he's interested in dating a trans woman. Why are you using every opportunity possible to go and interact with a woman? Like, yep. I don't know, it's, it's very peculiar to me and I, I don't like it. I don't like the way that he is dismissing of her feelings and he's he doesn't even see why. Cause I don't know, cause I was like any woman that I would say, if I'm in a relationship and I'm like, oh, I met this woman and I'm bringing her to our house for dinner, any woman that I was dating would start hitting me over the head with a frying pan, yep. right? Yep. Right before she kicks I, me out of the yep. house. Like, any I would normal play grit woman. ball with you. Yeah. I, me and you would have played grit ball. <laughs> yeah, so it's <laughs> not like... From the face. Yeah. I'm like, I don't understand what planet this guy lives on where women are just like, oh, yeah, just bring random women that you met at the bar into our house. We can all be friends. Oh, by the way, I'm autistic. I don't like people that I don't know. So just bring a lot of people yeah. into our house that I don't know because that's that's something you should do even though I told you not to. Like, yeah. I just don't get yeah. it. He has no respect for her. And he, I, he doesn't care. It, well, right. I feel like he knows that he shouldn't do it. He knows that it will bother her. And like you said, he has no respect. He does it anyway. And that's what bothers me the most because it's like you should respect her just as a woman, just as who she is. And you should also respect that she's living with a condition where she can't do these things. So just saying, oh, you might like it, that pissed me off. Because it's like yep. you wouldn't tell a person in a wheelchair, hey, try to stand up. You might like it. Okay, a-hole. Yeah. No, don't do that. That's disrespectful. It's rude. It's condescending. And it's just, it's plain nasty to say to someone who has a condition, I just, he really, really gets under my skin, but not as much. Okay, so I wanna jump over to Nicola and Misha because we found out that Nicola is the only person in the relationship in his family altogether that is embarrassed of Misha. I was really interested in seeing how his family, brothers and everyone reacted to Misha. I mean, I thought that they were reacting fine because she's a beautiful woman who's interested in this douchebag. Yep. And they did. That's exactly how they reacted. His mom was like, if she wants to marry him, <laughs> thank God. Yeah. Because I was like, I thought this man would never get the hell out of my yep. house. Like she was like, if that's what she wants to do and he made his decision that he wants to move to America, like bye, yep. you know, send me something when you get there. Good. I'm happy for you. 
he's the only one with the issue. And I think Misha can understand now the seven years of pretending like things weren't going to be okay is just him. Yeah. It's just, he's the common denominator of the issue. His brother had no issue. The family was just like surprised that a woman was interested in him at all. And that's kind of how we were reacting too. We were like, wait, what's she want with him? Is there something we don't know? Does he have like a whole bunch of money? Does he have like a private jet? They're like what's going on here? So they felt the same way. They're like if she wants to marry you and take you to America, like you won the lottery, do it, right? So hey guys, I'm racking my brain trying to remember the name of the cartoon. The one where it's got the big bald guys that always wear black and they have like black rings around their eyes. I wanna say it's like part of the minions maybe, but I don't know. Anyway, that's what the brothers remind me of. Now I have to find it, but that's what the brothers remind me of. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think that is, yeah, the minions. Yeah. Yes, yes, the minions. Yeah. It's just, I can't unsee it. <laughs> there's some good memes out there, by the way, of things. Uh, there's probably a meme of oh, that. Because there's been a bunch of good memes going around for the new castmates. So we're going to get into that. But um, what do you guys think? Misha should do now that she knows that Nicola is the one who's embarrassed of her past. And well, first of all, you guys think that he has a past too. He's just lying, right? Isn't that how you feel? Yeah. Me and Cara already said that that he was the one that was embarrassed of her. Yeah. We've already said that. We already knew that. But if I when I I would have found out not only would I have punched him in the freaking face, but I would have kicked him in the nuts and then pushed him in the in the ocean. Yes. Me too. I just I just want her to know her worth in this situation and know that she's not done anything wrong. Having two children, been married, been in a relationship that didn't work out does not make her damaged. It does not make her unworthy. Yeah. It does not make her not good enough. And I, I hope that she knows. I feel like she does, but I don't want him to to tear her down. You know how a man can continually tear a woman down to the point where she doesn't have a lot of fight left? Yeah. I don't want her to, to be that. I want her to continue to fight him. And if she can't get him to change, leave him. Yeah. Because if he can't accept the fact that she had two children and she was married before, and she had a career and she had a life before him, then he can excuse himself from her life. Now, you don't have to be there. You don't have to come to America with her. You don't have to deal with any of the things that she has to offer. You can continue to be a single 46-year-old virgin. Well, you guys say not a virgin. Living with your mom. You can Look, continue to because, <clears throat> Excuse me. We have horrible air quality here because there's forest fires all over the place. It's like 259, so I can't breathe. So bear with oh. me. Lung. <clears throat> But look at the previews for next week where she's in the mud and he's rubbing it on her and he does this sexy dance. He is not a freaking virgin. He is a freaking liar. That's all he is. Yeah, well, was, and he, that dance, he says that but, he knows what women but, wants and like Was that dance sexy? No, but he, he no. it. So. That was a dance that a virgin man would have thought was <laughs> sexy. Right? That's a good point. Yeah, because he's gonna he throw it off a little bit now he's got to throw off a little bit when i saw it the first thing i thought was there's no chance this man has been with a woman there's if a, he was dancing like a poor woman out there that has accidentally made that mistake on a drunk night i hope that 
she has a really good therapist. I hope she does. Because too. that's a lot to unpack. Yeah. If she accidentally got into that situation, she definitely needs to speak to someone regularly. <laughs> yes. That's something that she has to definitely work through and, and get herself out of. I don't I feel know. bad, you know, that it happened, but like, get out of it so you, you don't ever fall into that. What do you like, mean, don't feel bad that it happened? I would feel horrible no, if that happened. Oh, no, I don't want to shame her. For whatever Come you know, we don't her. we don't shame anyone. Yes, I do. <laughs> yes, I do. Shame on. We her just punch them something. in the face and call it a day. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we don't shame them. We just punch them, right? Like, yeah. uh, we don't want to shame. Them. No, I'm gonna shame them. <laughs> so, okay, David went out on his own to purchase a ring okay so this we get to talk about this again i don't know if we were going to so david bought a ring and it was 83 dollars. and i know jasmine would have flipped the whole country over yeah. if somebody would have offered her an 83 dollar ring but i feel like for um sheila it's more gonna be the thought that counts but a lot of people were saying since this is so fresh with what happened with her mom in this tragedy, is it really a good time to ask somebody such a life-changing question, right? Because yep. a lot of people were saying, this is not really the time to ask somebody to make that decision when they have so much emotionally going on. It's a great time. You, you think so? Yeah. She's ready to better her life. She's ready to move on. She wants to move her kid. Like, this is a great time. It, this is... But keep it be bettering her life isn't love. No, I know. I'm not saying it is. I think she truly loves him. Oh. I really do from the bottom of my heart. I think she really loves him. But I also think she'll be better off once she gets here with her son. I think it's all going to be way better. I think she really loves him. I was, doubt D -D -D. <clears throat> I was doubtful at first, but I do think she loves him. Okay, Dee Dee, what do you think? I don't know. I'm still... I'm still, I don't know. Sometimes I think she does. And then sometimes she like says something that I'm like, huh, really? So, I mean, she just makes little comments. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I know he loves her. Yeah. He's madly in love with her, but I, I'm still questioning where she is on it. Yeah. And then, I mean I mean, and then her son doesn't even want to um, come to the United States. And I mean, she, she's already said, you know, with, you know, I'm a mom, you know, I get it. You know, if her son does not like David, then she's going to have to call it quits. Yeah. Well, she is a mom. Technically, if she wanted to take John Rell with her, she could. Yeah. Whether he liked it or not. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, but. A child, I mean, your child is going to have more say-so of anyone you're in a relationship with. Sure. Because your child comes before anybody. But I think it's going to take more than just a dinner conversation to convince him how great America is, you know, in comparison yeah. to... I think, so I think that it's probably going to be one of those situations where he will understand and appreciate it after. Yeah, I don't think it's really going to be easy to convince him that moving to another country where other people don't even speak the same language and you can't communicate with anyone you don't know. Anyone. I don't think there's any real 
way to convince a child that's the best option. So I yeah. feel like it'll have to be something that he gets over here and he has to see it for himself. I think if they really do ask and they leave it up to John Rell, I don't think they'll ever go. Right. I feel like he, because nothing is wrong with the life that he has now because he doesn't know any other way to live. He's never seen anything different. He's never spoken a different language. This was probably his first time interacting with someone who was deaf. Yeah. So this is all new and new is not normal or familiar. So with children, they love normal, familiar things that they know, things that they can do. So for him, he's probably just like, why would I want to move to America? All my friends are here. My family's here. I can speak the language. No one looks at me like, who are you? What are you saying? You know, because in America, for the first like shucks, months, people are going to act like they don't understand him. Even when his English is getting better, they're still going to treat him differently because yeah. of an accent. Now, I don't know. I feel like once he gets here, he would have to make that decision for himself. And I feel like Sheila wants a better life so bad. Yeah. I don't think she's going to leave it up to John Rell. I really yeah. don't. <clears throat> and I don't want to do any spoilers for anybody, but so if you're... If, if you don't want to know, don't listen. Turn us off. But I did see that David posted Sheila's hand and said, way better ring with a $3,000 price tag. 3000 So he must have cashed the check from the show. Because that's, that's a lot of money. 3000 I mean, I, again, Jasmine would probably say it's not. So like, I keep using Jasmine as or Darcy. <laughs> Darcy would say it's not. Oh no, Darcy would have Darcy would have laughed yeah. at him in the face. Yeah, I mean, Darcy. you you gotta spend at least at least a hundred grand or more just. To yeah. In my right. opinion, for, it doesn't. For matter. Darcy, a three thousand dollar ring would be like a toe yeah. ring, right? It would go on your toe. I'm the kind. I'm the kind of person. If you if you have true feelings for me, and if you really love me, and if I have true feelings for you, and I really love you. You can get me a freaking ring out of the candy machine. I wouldn't care. It's the thought that counts. 100%. Give me a rubber band. We'll call it a day. Yeah. Yep. I'm the same way. Like, I think that people are so caught up on proving love through material things. Yeah. And I think love can only really be proven by actions. I like, am actually in a heated battle against some bitch on Facebook over this ring thing. What? Are you yeah. serious? Yeah. It's one of the last group I'm not blocked from. <laughs> Wait, she thinks that the ring should cost more? Yeah, I'll tell you her exact comment. Her exact comment was... I'm just, I'm still pissed off about it. It says, <laughs> $83 for a ring? You go ahead and have a nice day, sir. Nope. Oh, wow. See? That is the type of behavior that I think is very deterring, especially for young guys who, who find a girl they really love and they want to ask. Because asking a girl to marry you is a lot, emotionally, physically, financially. It's just a lot of pressure. But then the idea of you find the girl you really love, but then you can't afford to give her the most expensive ring. Yep. And then you look at it as, I'm not good enough for her. Yep. Or I can't be with her because I'm not... I'm not the person who can give her the best of the best. And I feel like it's not your responsibility to give her the world. You just give her your heart. You show her that you would do anything for her. I think people confuse, I would do anything for you with, 
I would buy you a Maserati. It's not what that means. Oh, oh. It means if there was anything that you needed within my means, I would do it no questions yep. asked. I think of people, they take that and they misconstrue the words and they're like, oh, well, if you love me and you'll do anything for me, you would buy me this $15,000 purse or you would buy me this car or you would, or like in Wayne and Holly's situation, you would buy me this house. Yep. You know, and I think that's the main issue with people not understanding love has nothing to do with material things of anything. Like, and stop expecting someone to buy your love. Cause a lot of people are like, well, why don't you love me? And it's like, well, love isn't true love if the person who you're in love with bought you. Yep. If they exactly. got to your heart Sorry. through purchasing things, this is why later down the line, the relationship is falling apart because you're not an item to be purchased. So eventually he might want a, a, a return. He might want to exchange because you made him think that this was a, a business transaction. This was a purchase. Yeah. And I think a lot of people are stuck on that. So when he gave her the $83 ring, I was like, I respect that more because he bought what he could afford. Yep. And he's going to, and like you said, when she got here, he showed her exactly what within his means he could do but he didn't need to do that right off the bat like a lot of women are like well if it's not a fifty thousand dollar ring don't even ask yeah and it's like how do you know you're basically blocking yourself because what if at the moment because let's let's talk about um millionaires and billionaires who've been working at their careers for years a lot of men were with a woman from the beginning and she struggled with them they ate out of cans they slept in their car and now he's a millionaire and i guarantee you whatever she asked for now she gets but she didn't get that in the beginning she just loved him whether he had two million dollars or two dollars yep. she loved him and now that he has everything she's also vasting in those rewards and i think a lot of women are they're blocking themselves because right. who's to say he's gonna meet you at his best financial time in his yep. life he might meet you at a time where things are all over the place terrible but if he loves you, that has nothing to do with where his financial situation is. Yeah. I completely agree. Yeah, me too. Me too. Okay, so Jasmine said that there's a video of her sleeping with her ex less than a month when this was filmed. So this was episode 13 of this season. And Jasmine said, River's like, what? Yes, I know, right? What's up, River? So Jasmine said that there's a video less than 30 days prior of her sleeping with Dan, which you guys called that right away. When we found out that he was within the building, within walking distance of her, and she was fantasizing about him, you guys put the puzzle pieces together, literally shucks, what, eight weeks ago, nine weeks ago? You guys knew exactly what was going on. But I have to say this. When Jasmine gets pissed off, she says hurtful things. And now I can't decipher when she's saying hurtful things. Is she just trying to say hurtful things or is she telling the truth? She's telling the because now I can't tell. She's telling the truth. Do so you think that she really was sleeping with her ex less than Because that, that would literally be like, wait, a month prior. He's been there almost three weeks. That would have been like less, three weeks ago before not, Gino got there. Right before he got there. Yeah. yeah. That's when she sent him off on his little vacation. That's... So wait, you guys think that she... Because it wasn't just the first time three weeks ago. 
So how long do you think she's probably been sleeping with her ex? How long have her and Gina been together? Two and a half years? So three years. The whole time? I don't I don't think they ever stopped. Wow. So you think that now Dean doesn't have all the bullshit all the time. He's split with Gina. And I wouldn't put it past her having a, a video because that's how she's going to um, manipulate Dane into giving her money so she don't put it out in the world. Yep. Oh. So the plan, okay. Well, the world knows it exists, but I guess if we don't see the video, there's no proof. Because that, that was my next question. Is Dan also giving Jasmine money? A so, dumb. The question, so the answer is yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So Gino being super cheap, she had to outsource the rest of her money I'm from somebody else. Getting money from a lot of men. So we're not just talking about two guys here. We're talking about lots of She's different She's probably still on the Sugar Baby website. Money. That's what I was fixing to say. She's got to still be on the Sugar Baby um website because she keeps throwing and she keeps throwing it up in Gino's face that you know like um whenever they had the fight that. That's uh, how they met was on the Sugar Baby website. Every time. That um, why can't he have? Why can't he spend money on her like he did with the other women and and stuff like that? So yeah. Well, yeah. Apparently, he took his ex to Legoland and Disney, and and Jasmine is never gonna let that go. Never. She's like, you took this to Disney. <laughs> yeah. And Legoland. She's like, so you have to pay for my apartment for the rest of yeah. my life. Like, you have to pay for this apartment for the rest. Like, she's never going to let it go that he spent money on his ex. And she's like, every time I ask you for money, you don't want to give it to me. And I was like, but why are you always asking him for money? Yeah. Like, that's a red flag to me. Like, I understand that there will be times in anyone's life where things can go wrong. Because I do know that she lost her job because of some things that happened with some photos. And she was a teacher, blah, blah, blah. But why do you always have to ask him for money? Yeah, like job, but I I don't I don't see her guys. Yeah, I know y'all probably gonna come after me, but at this time yeah, and point, I know I don't even care because you know what? I don't think she lost her job because of those photos. I really don't because Gina is in the United States. She's in Panama. Um, I mean, it doesn't make sense. It's not mathing. The well, math ain't mathing. Okay. So 13 months they've been waiting on visa approval, K-1 visa approval. Do you, so my first question, do you think that Gino really filed the visa when he said he did? Yeah. I th do you think that 13 months is a normal amount of time because of COVID? I think he did. I think she's here and I think she already left his ass. Okay. So let's talk about this. So if you guys didn't know, there were some photos that surfaced last weekend of Jasmine in New York City celebrating her 37th birthday. Please let that be right. She will kill me if I made her older. 37th birthday. Um, oh, 38. Okay, so Jasmine, I made you younger, so keep my head attached to my neck. So she was in New York with Mikey Burke from before the 90 days, right? They were on the same season with Hamina. And a lot of people were under the impression that they were together. They're not together. Mikey was at the birthday celebration for Jasmine um, in New York City. So if you guys didn't know, I don't know how you wouldn't have known at this point, Jasmine has been in the United States for a while. I don't want to say how long, yeah. but she's been in the United States for a while. 
But what was strange and interesting for me was some fans found Gino eating at a restaurant alone. Yep. And then they found Jasmine out and about in the city with Mikey. And it brings me to what you just said. Do you think that they are together having issues not together? Like, what do you think is going on? Because she would have been here long enough to get married. Yep. I'm, just gonna, I'm not going to put any time on it, but long enough to get married. And then, you know, once you get married and you file, it doesn't really matter if you stay together or not. Yep. So what do you think is going on? Exactly that. I think she got what she wanted. She got married, got what she wanted, and she split. And now he's responsible for her. Whoa. And the, I mean, this is exactly what his family was trying to tell him, yep. right? This is literally what Dana was trying to tell him. Yep. Like, just I mean, careful. She, she probably, she, that, I mean, that probably snuck off and he got what, what he wanted from her and he, and he gave her some money. I mean, shoot, I wouldn't put it past Mikey. Oh, Judy, yeah, the tell-all was filmed at least four months ago. This season was filmed over the last year and a half believe it or not it's yeah. been a long time i believe actually um when gino arrived in panama it was november of last year yeah so um so yeah the tell-all was filmed beginning of the summer i'm pretty sure was when they were there so um her birthday party is where they were all in new york and as far as I know, she's been in Michigan for quite a while. I don't know where, I gotta say I know where she is now. I don't know that. I don't know if she's still where Gino is or not. I don't because know. But she does an Instagram live probably three, four times a week at least. And she's in a very nice apartment. Mm -hmm. And it is very girly. It's very American. It's very girly. Looks like no trace of a man is living there. So. Well, We've seen the inside of Gino's house yep. on the last season. Yep. So I think we would be able to tell 100%. if she was living in that house, right? Because his house had a very gaudy old school yep. needed to be updated look to it, right? Yep. I feel like we yep. would be able to tell. Yep. And it doesn't Gino's house it, it doesn't look like that. Gino's house looks like Gino's hats. Yeah. So her, her apartment is very modernized, very clean, very girly very not Gino at all. So I wonder if her sister's here too. Oh, I'm her sure. Her daughter? <laughs> yeah, like I wonder if she's here too because that was the plan. Right? You know, I was watching I was watching one of um Jasmine's lives the other day. I got on for like a couple of seconds. Um cuz her laugh just really it sounds like fingernails on the chalkboard i can't handle it too long but anyway she was saying that she's tired of people saying that that is her daughter that is actually her sister yeah well yes yeah, she's, well, she's brought it up a lot and she swears it's her sister and it might be you know i don't have any actual proof that would give me certainty that that's her daughter i don't have many years proof. apart yeah I know people that do have siblings that are 20 years apart. So I can't prove it. My first mind just tells me that's her sis that's her sister, not her daughter. That's her daughter. But that's her daughter. My youngest child is 21. And for all the money in the world, I would not have another baby now. Oh, yeah. No, I, no way. I, no way. Not I don't sure. know anybody who in good conscience would do, you know what? 
we'll get to that later because we're going to talk about Danielle and Johan. Yeah. We're, and good, yeah, so we're going to get to that a little later, actually. That's a whole subject that I wanted to cover. So hold on. I need to. Oh, Riley and Violet. So we're, we're watching them and hold on. Let me grab my notes here. So Riley decided to tell Violet things were going, I don't want to say good because they're never going to go with them. But when things were going decent, he decided that he wanted to come clean and tell her that he consulted with a private investigator, which in my opinion was stupid to tell her because you didn't go through with it and you didn't have yeah. a report in your hand. So why the hell would you say anything? You know, that's like saying to someone like, you know what? I was going to do this, but I didn't, but I just wanted to tell you that I was gonna do it. No, like who the hell does that? Like he told her and then that was the last straw and now she kind of feels like she just can't trust him. Which I think it's interesting because the whole time that he's been there, he said that he wasn't going to use the private investigator if he could get any information out of Violet himself to make him feel better about their relationship. And he's been there this whole time. He's gotten zero information about her whatsoever at this point she could still be an axe murderer we aren't sure because we literally don't know i don't even know if he knows her actual last name like i would need to see like a uh id passport something because at this point every time he asks her anything about herself she flips the hell out yeah and she yells and screams and she says you need to protect me and you should protect me and i'm like just tell him what the hell is going on with you He's asking you questions. And if you want to marry somebody, these are not questions that are too difficult to answer. If you want to move to another country and be with someone, they need to know bare minimal, at least everything that's happened in the last 20 years yeah. in your life, right? Like that's bare minimal. Yeah. And I mean, technically it should go like 25, 30 years. Yeah. Well, let's just go bare minimal. They need to know who you were married to, who you're divorced from, who your kids' fathers are, how much money you had, what's your last 10 jobs? You know, they need to know a lot of shit, right? Yeah. Because they're bringing you from one country to another to live in their house. You could be an ax murderer, okay? Like, he's not asking for too much. And I feel like she's like making it seem like he's such an a-hole for wanting to know things about her life. And I feel like, what do you not want him to know? Well, and also she said that something about the private investigator in Vietnam she said that's not a right here people don't do that here bullshit the private investigator he was hiring is in vietnam there wouldn't be pis there if it wasn't a thing yeah and he said that that um that what she's doing happens a lot that women uh use the men to yep. get money yep not only is it normal but like you said the pi deals with this exact situation yep. like frequently like this is like you know how in america we have um lawyers that only deal with accident injuries yep. like this pi only deals with this like he's yep. like this is so common i could just make all my money doing yep. this like yep. that's how common it is but she's banking on the fact that he doesn't know that yeah she's like well you don't know you don't live here i can just tell you that people don't do that and then he said that it's normal in America to hire a private investigator on someone. So I want to get your information on that. Is it normal to hire a private investigator on someone? 
We have a freaking show called Cheaters. Yeah, it's normal. <laughs> so it is normal. Okay, because I was like, I don't know. Is it normal? Like, I feel like you Google them. You, like, find out as much as you can. Or is it better to just, or. You can't always listen to what Google says, George. That's true. That's true. Google is not. If you if you Google that you're sick, Google will tell you you're dying of cancer. So you know what? You're, you're right. You can't always go by what it tells you because sometimes it's dead wrong. If you're me and DD, you don't need a private investigator. It's yeah, fine. we did the investigation for you. We got this, but other people do. So, okay. So it's normal to hire a private investigator because that was my next question because on Twitter, everybody was like, I ain't never hired no private investigator, but I was like, you also haven't dated a person from another country who refuses to tell you anything yep. about them whatsoever. Yep. So like, again, like you said, cheaters, catfish, we have enough proof to know that there are people who really are trying to scam people. Absolutely. So sometimes you really do need to put your, your money where your mouth is and figure out who you're talking to. And I think Riley would have saved the plane ticket if he would have just hired that private investigator before he left. But he wanted to give her the benefit of a doubt. Mistake number one. Yep. And now he's over there realizing that after, what, three weeks, he still don't know who he's dealing with. I mean, yep. he can't even ask her what's her favorite color without her exploding. Yep. Like, you need yep. to protect me. Why are you being mean to me? Like, the one and only he's just asking, time. what is your favorite color? Like, the one and only time she apologized is because he essentially told her to. Yeah, yeah. When he said, I wanted you to acknowledge that you regretted texting my father because it means that you grew as a person. And then she's like, oh, okay, then I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. That sorry. was it. And he had to explain to her why it would be important for her to apologize in order for her to apologize. Because literally five minutes before that, she said she wasn't sorry. She yeah. said she didn't regret it. It was just how she felt in the moment. And it's like, don't apologize to me because I told you to apologize to me because you're sorry. You know, like, don't don't appease me. Like, if you think that you were right, say that yep. so we can break up. You know, like, just say that. We just need to let Riley and Kimberly do their thing and be happy ever after on Pillow Talk. So I saw the meme of Kimberly wearing a shirt with Riley on it. Did y'all see it? Are you listening to Kim? No, I saw it. I saw it. She said that she was going to give him a call. And I mean, but is Riley Kim's type? Not at is all. is he yeah. a rapper? Is he? No. But wait, didn't we see him playing like a ukulele or something? Yeah. I mean, so maybe musically inclined would be okay, right? But he's a veteran. He's sophisticated. He smokes his cigars. I feel like he could treat Kim right. Okay. I say I, go for it, man. If she wants they, to go for it. And I, Jamal thinks that she's looking for a new stepdaddy. I mean, maybe. No, I mean, she, they're said, both... she said you're 28. You don't need a damn stepdaddy. <laughs> That's true, right? He doesn't. Like, at this point, they could just be, that could be his brother, okay. basically, like his uncle. doesn't have to be your stepdad. Don't make it weird when it doesn't have to be. Yeah. Right? Don't make it weird. But they are veterans. You're right. They, I mean, this might be something we may see something more of in the future. I don't know. You never know, know with TLC, so you never know. I don't know, though. Riley, a lot of people on Twitter think that he's kind of a douche. He's kind of a dick, but I think Kim would whip the douche right out of him. Okay. Okay, I see. I see what you're saying. Okay. He needs... All right, so speaking of people... And I think Kim's the woman that would do it. So speaking of 
people who piss you off royally, I wanted to move on to talk about Amanda. So oh. Amanda <laughs> she, um, finally came clean in the episode last night and said that she purposely is mean and nasty to Rosbon because of her inner guilt for being in a relationship so soon after the passing of her husband. So Rosbon has been trying to tell her, hey, I think you're being really nasty and cold to me or whatever. And she tried to deny it. But I think what really irritated me the most is after their fight, Amanda had the audacity to sit in the confessional and say, Rosvon is being really cold and nasty to me and I don't like it. And I was like, oh wait, you don't like what you've been doing to him the whole trip. That's nope. called karma. Drink the whole glass. Yep. She said, my trauma and grief may have caused problems. Dumbass idiot, you are the problem. You're the whole problem. Talking to him while your husband was not even dead, like, you are the problem. Just get her off the show. Get her off the show completely. If I don't ever see her again, it'll be too soon. I just was so angry at how she tried to justify being so nasty to him. Because I was like, I get that you don't have to be ready to be in a relationship. I get that but you don't have to lead someone on. Why the hell did you get on the plane knowing you didn't feel comfortable being with him? Why did you make it seem like she's, she was saying, I love you before yeah. she got there, okay? So you're playing games and y'all are adults, okay? You're not children, you're not teenagers, y'all are adults. You're playing games with him and then you get there, you see he's in love with you, you see he loves you. So you're like, oh, he's coming on too strong. I'm just gonna be nasty to him and cold and turn him off to me so I can let them down easy. And I, no, that's not how adults date. That's how teenagers in high school date. They think they like each other, and then they get together, they realize they don't like each other, so they call each other stupid. Y'all are children. That's not how you behave. And I think that her admitting what she did didn't make it any easier for Rosvon to accept. He's still hurt. Yeah. But she doesn't care no. that other people have feelings and that her, her actions have hurt people and made people feel like shit, she doesn't care. She's just like, well, I just wasn't ready. And now I have this skill. And I'm like, it's not all about you. If it was all about you, you never like, would have got on the plane. Like, like, I wasn't ready. Like, like, I like him, but like, I was making like excuses. Stop touching your hair. Stop fiddling with your hands. Stop saying like, stop folding your arms. Stop being stupid. Just get off the show. I'm so done with her. <laughs> I'm so done. One more. I know, <laughs> like, oh, like, like, oh my goodness, like, oh my gosh, <laughs> like. Oh, one more thing. She wanted to use the fact that she felt that Rosvon wouldn't take care of her. He wasn't going to be a good provider. And I was like, they're there. He's driving his own car. He has his own place to live. He's taking care of himself. She never once said in any of her confessionals that she's been sending him money regularly. Okay. Right. Never once said that. So all of a sudden it's time for you to leave and you know that he wants to come along. Now you have to be like, well, you wouldn't be a janitor to take care of me. Take care of yourself. Yep. Why does he have to do anything to take care of you? Yep. Why did like, I don't know. Like, why does she feel like she can bring him over here and then he has to work six jobs to take care of her. Get a job and, yourself. Like and then just say, you're not half the man Jason was. Mm. Then what the hell are you mm. doing, lady? Mm. I, I, yeah, 
I'd show her the door right then and there. See, I, mean, I know Rosvan. I know Rosvan is a man, so he wouldn't be able to punch her in the face. But I <laughs> would call my best friend, and I would have let my yep. best friend beat the shiznit out of her. Absolutely. See how he many times she would say the like the word like then like yeah. like 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 that's all we heard was like like she sounded like a freaking um cd like a what do you call it a scratch cd or something yep oh my Absolutely. goodness yeah it was awful. Brad Van needs to get rid of her. well we already know he already has but i mean man she's so freaking bipolar i just can't even like a bipolar like, person is i don't know she calmer than i don't know yeah i feel like she she's not I think that she's just selfish and she doesn't care about anybody but herself. Like, I don't yeah, think that her she... emotions are bipolar where she's like, I love you. I just, I, we just need to go slow. And then she's like, uh, why are you not a janitor? Why wouldn't you be a janitor? I make excuses so we can break up, but I love him. I really want to be with him. Get oh, yeah, off this that, freaking page, lady. That is bipolar. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Totally I, she's, I mean, he's given her the same cold shoulder that she's been giving him and she's trying to be like oh lovey-dovey and then he touches her and she's like "Ooh, don't touch me yep i agree donna i i crowned her the worst 90 day cast member from this season of before the 90 days um last night on twitter nice. and that tweet got like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of retweets so i was like i think people agree that she's the coldest evilest person yeah ever, right like this season she took the cake well people were like jasmine's pretty bad so i was like no jasmine is very transparent on what she's trying to do she's not playing with nobody's emotions she's not lying to nobody she wants a three thousand dollar a month apartment and she wants hair extension like she's pretty transparent she's not playing no games with nobody she yep. told Gino more than once that she was banging her ex. Gino never left. Yeah. Right. So I think that the real issue is Amanda is lying to people and playing with people's money. That's what makes her the worst, in my opinion. Yeah. I don't know. Violet, Amanda, and Jasmine are all pretty tied for the top place. Yeah. And you know if. You can beat Jasmine. You you doing something, yep. and Amanda's gonna beat Jasmine. Yep. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna switch over to the other way. So we're gonna like switch over and, and jump into this episode of the other way. Um, there were new people which I want to get into because there's just a lot to get into. But I want to start off with Holly and Wayne because Holly dismissed herself. From the conversation she ran off into the neighborhood into the street barefoot like britney spears at a 7-eleven <laughs> and she was like he just left so you know he jumped in the car and pulled out she's like he left me here so twitter made it very clear they were like he didn't leave you you walked outside away from the car and into said the, right into the street you didn't make it known where you were going you basically said you didn't want to nobody be told you to get up and walk out right Yep. Right, so you didn't necessarily get left on the side of the road because y'all yep. were in there together, y'all were talking, you decided you no longer wanted to talk to him, you ran off barefoot like a crazy person. 
Yeah. And now you're like, he left me. I don't think I want to be with someone who would leave me. And I was like, he shouldn't want to be with you yeah. anyway. Like, yeah. you got so many issues. And then when I saw her doing the Britney Spears bare feet walking, I was like, see, I knew you were weird. <laughs> I knew you were weird. Like, when you go to that sketch gas station because you don't got a lot of gas and there's some lady with long hair barefoot asking you for a black and mild, you know you're on the wrong side of yeah. town. And Holly's that chick. Yeah, Holly's that chick, right? Yeah. That's her. We knew she was that chick whenever she got off of the, the airplane, whenever she couldn't even um stand up or keep her eyes yeah. open. We we knew she was on something. She Yeah. yeah. I mean I get the I get the I get it that she's upset about not having a honeymoon. I get it. Yeah. I get her being upset about that. That is a lot of money to put in crypto. That is a yeah, lot of forty thousand dollars is yes. a lot to invest without telling her. And the fact that he did spend it after he said that was their honeymoon money, he should have told her. I know that it's his money. He has his own business. But when you say that you're gonna go on a honeymoon together and that was part of the condition of her I coming feel, over, do you disagree? I feel like it's a lie. I don't think he put any money into crypto. I think that that contracting job that he had fell through a long time ago and he didn't have the money he said he did so he tried to to say that that money's gone so she doesn't think that that he didn't make the money or that he didn't have the money he just can't can't afford it and he came up with an excuse as to why in my opinion and i'm i mean I'm, i think i'm with cara because he did make the statement that um she has no idea how much debt he is in. He has no money. Yep. Well, see, I think that it's very important Sorry. that he's transparent. Oh, where's y'all? There you go. He's Sorry. transparent um, financially. Hey, Yazan, how are you? Um, I think it's very important that he's transparent with her about, oh, yeah, everybody, when we're done, we're going to go over to Yazan's story and we're going to vote for his daughter for this contest she's in. We're going to definitely do that. We appreciate yes. it. We, we definitely are going to do that. We're supporting you guys. But Absolutely. I want it to be very clear that he should be open because when you get married, everything is put together as one. So if he's in a hell of a lot of debt, she has the right to know about that before she marries him. I know it's his debt. He can make his own decisions, but that debt would become her debt. Well, I know in the United States it would be. I don't know how managing. Does it work the same way everywhere? Does marriage work the same way? Everywhere? I really don't know. Yeah, I know in America your debt becomes her debt. Yep. So you got to be very open. And if he's lying about his finances, better that she finds out now before she becomes a part of that train wreck. Because right now she's just looking out side into to the train wreck but if they get married it's a possibility that train wreck is hers and she's a train wreck of her yeah. own okay so we don't need right two runaway trains together right that is definitely not going to be that way yep. oh so it's not the same in jordan so if they were getting married in jordan they wouldn't have to um combine finances see it's different everywhere you go yeah. I don't know that that that's a mm, that that couple right there. They need Holly by herself needs some mm, needs some kind rehab, of help. I mean, rehab. yeah, cause she she's on something. Yeah, and then the way he is, he's got to be on something as well. Yeah. I mean, they they act like they're on something. I agree. Yeah, they both do. They both they remind me 
so much. He reminds me of Ronald, like, a lot. Yeah. And I know that he says he doesn't gamble, but we don't know that, right? Like, I feel like, because Ronald used to hide his gambling, too, you know? So I was like, I don't know. He's, he's funneling money into something because he owns his own business. And being a plumber, I don't care where you live, that isn't a profession that is needed everywhere. Yeah. You can make quite a bit of money as a plumber. It's, it's a trade. It's a skill. It's something everybody can't do. And it's something everybody needs. So yeah. I know that there's no reason why this man should be broke. He probably doesn't have to be living in the house that he lives in. He could be doing something else if he wasn't funneling money into something. We don't know what he's funneling the money into. That's the thing. And Holly down either. We don't know what he's really got going on. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's just, I don't know. There's something serious going on there. Yeah. I mean, oh, ACL. yeah, because um, he gets, he, he didn't he say that he gets broken into all the time. So somebody knows something he's doing. Well, right. Like that. But see, another thing that I was wondering about that. Why would you get broken into so many times unless people know you have something specific? Yeah. Now, I can't say anything but alleged, but what if you had something like say that is unsourceable? Yeah. And then people know that you have that unsourceable item. You can't buy it in the store, but they still want it. That's a reason to continually break into someone's house, right? Yep. Like I can't, again, all this, all alleged, I don't know what he has in his home that's so interesting to people that people want it so much but I, it, it definitely puts my mind in a wondering stage like but what exactly do you have that pe so many different people want and they're willing to break into your house even kill your dog to have it yep. you know like what exactly is so scarce yeah and it makes you think of something that you might need a prescription for you know or something that you aren't supposed to have and put your mind into those things allegedly you know we yep. don't know what that is but yeah i think judy you you said it i'll pin that comment that's kind of how we feel right yep. absolutely yeah oh so macia yeah we did hear um about the news about josh um it's very unfortunate i'm very sad i'm distraught about it and yeah he did date a lot of the 90 day ladies we talked about him um, at the beginning of the podcast um hopefully um he is at peace at rest hopefully and again still shocked to this moment okay but um want to talk about mary and brandon because she came back in after the issue at the church and brandon asked her you know if you could trust me and then she started ugly crying and then again she convinced and manipulated brandon into apologizing even though he didn't do nothing she did apologize though afterward but i don't feel like she meant hey. it yeah, I mean, yeah. Sorry. I think that she's really good at manipulating Brandon. And I think Brandon is a very manipulative person, right? Yeah. I feel like it's not hard to tell this man what you want him to believe. Like, yeah. and he's he doesn't hold her accountable for her actions because he, he does see. He's like, I don't know how my life is going to be if she never learns to trust me, if I never can go to church, I never can go to the store, I never can leave the house, I never can do anything because she thinks I'm gonna leave her. He does see that that's gonna be the downfall of, I don't wanna call it a relationship, I call it a toxicity. Yeah. That's kind of how I refer to it, it's like a toxicity. It's like they just keep mixing more and more toxic chemicals together and it's just bubbling, right? Yeah. And at some point it's just gonna explode everywhere. But he wants her to trust him and I think that 
she calls it like, like she's like i just don't know how to stop overthinking and i was like you're not overthinking because if you were thinking at all you would know that this man isn't cheating on you he don't know nobody yep. over there okay like he knows no one and he when would he have time to cheat on you you're looking at his face all day when he was in america you were looking at his face on the phone yep. he spends every waking moment you feed this man okay he isn't even feed himself you're standing over him feeding him when would he have time yeah to have a conversation with anyone other than you like yeah. her insecurity it's almost obsession and i don't know what she's obsessed with because it's like she's obsessed with him being a bad person and yeah. why do you want the person you're with to be a bad person i, I don't know i'm not a doctor though so i'm never gonna get it but I just don't understand it. I agree. It's weird. But one thing, yeah. about him, I've never really had any super good things to say about him. But I will say, one thing I did notice is every time she shows him something new, whether it's something she drew or something she painted or a place she lives or a place she went or whatever, he's very positive about what she, he's never yeah. negative. And it's, that's pretty impressive, especially in his situation. Cause I'd be like, bitch, I don't see where you, what, where you went to school. <laughs> right. Like she's like, this is where I went to school. I'm like, girl, I don't care where you went to school. I had to leave my whole country. And you want to show me where you went to school? And it's down the street from your house. I had to leave the whole country where I live. Yeah. I don't care where you went to school. <laughs> yeah. I, would be, I mean, I would be like, sit your punk ass down. We fixing to talk. Well, I need to know what is your deal. Yep. I mean, this is one thing that that I'm looking I'm looking at Mary. Everybody has everybody has a past. You know what I'm saying? If you bring your past into every relationship that you go into, you're not going to be happy. Yeah. Because yeah. you bring in you're bringing um old what well, old packages or old um whatever you call it in English. My English ain't even working today. But you're bringing old it, it, baggage. Yeah, baggage into the, the new relationship. And then what are you going to do? You're going to keep accusing them and accusing them and accusing them and they're just going to pack up and leave. Yep, I agree. But that's the pattern, right? Because didn't she say her ex cheated on her and left? She said that she's just used to people. Right. When you are the comment, and I don't like to do this because a lot of people call it victim blaming, but sometimes when you're the common denominator and the same thing keeps happening with different people, yep. sometimes your actions are contributing to that behavior. So it would be in good interest to look into that. Like, are you doing something that would make someone cheat? Like what she's doing with Brandon, if she, first of all, she doesn't want to have sex with him. Yeah. Second of all, he can't talk to anyone, go anywhere, look at anyone, do anything. What do you think eventually he's going to start doing? Possibly looking elsewhere? We'll see on the next episode of Snapped. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, basically. Oh, oh. so we saw in the preview, they're going to start um, asking for money for bills. Isn't this funny? Because I remember before he left, I was like, the first question I had, I was like, who's going to be paying for stuff when they get there? Because she doesn't. Yeah, pay. he went over there with $250. Right. That was my And now and she's already acting like she's having another asthma attack. Yeah. Right, right. She needs to be checked out. And I'm, there's nothing wrong with her. This is just her way to get her way. There's nothing wrong with her. And again, I'm not like 
downing anyone's medical condition, but she was fine. She just didn't yeah. want to be in that situation because she was getting called out. Yep. So now she can't breathe and now her blood pressure is high. Now that's not, that's not a medical condition. That's a manipulative tactic. Yep. It's to make someone think that you're not okay. So they cater to you. So you don't have to, you know, who else is good at that? Violet. This is yeah. Violet's tactic. I feel like Violet and Mary are on the same page with her. Yeah. They're definitely so good at figuring out ways to get out of being honest, get out of being the right person, being getting out of telling the truth. Yep. I, I feel like that's definitely their tactics and they're good at it. They could write a book. I said that though. I was like, Mary could write a book on how you can always do something wrong to someone and get them to apologize to you because that's an art form. Yep. Right? When I'm wrong, I'm not getting an apology from anybody. They're pissed at me. It wasn't even a panic attack, uh, Miss Judy. It wasn't even a panic attack. It wasn't even an asthma attack. It was a temper tantrum. Yes. There was I'm nothing wrong with her. And then what happened in the beginning? What happened in the end? He broke down and apologized to her. But for yeah. what? Because she she's so good at what she does. She's and a then when she did have her half-assed apology and says, sorry, he says. Don't, Don't be, sorry. be sorry. I I'm know. Bitch, be sorry. That pissed me off. I know, right? I mean, dang. For someone who refuses to apologize, never discourage them to apologize yep. when they finally yep. do. Yep. That's like, don't do that. If they never apologize and you finally get an apology, let them own it. Please That's let them own it because they were you were never going to get that. Yes, Rising Soul, that is exactly the definition of gaslighting. Yep. Literally the definition. Making somebody feel bad for being hurt by your behavior. Yep. That is literally gaslighting. And she literally is an author of the yep. book. She yes. could do a freaking play on it on Broadway. She's so good. Absolutely. Like she literally knows exactly how to manipulate. And I do think she preyed on Brandon because Brandon is an easy target. Yep. Not yeah. every guy would be as susceptible to this manipulation the way he is. Because he opened up on this episode tonight and did tell us when he met Mary, he was in a dark place and he had considered taking his own life. And she was the light in his life that brought him out of that dark place. And I think she preys on that. Absolutely. I, I hate to say it, but I think she preys on it knowing that he looks at her as the best thing that ever happened to him that can do no wrong. Absolutely. And she preys on it. Yep. I agree 100%. Well, I mean, he goes... Okay. It goes back to it goes back to to mental health. You know what I you know what I'm saying? Mental health. When when you're in a mental health state and you are in your darkest spot, uh, darkest place, and you have someone that comes into your life and that makes you think that the grass is greener on the other side, when actually it's not, because like you just said, George, they feed off of that, yep. because. You know, you're you're going to cling to them, and no matter what they do, you don't see them doing anything wrong because you're going to look at them as your saving grace. Yep. She is the reason that he's still here. So regardless of what she does, he still looks at her as, well, without her, I wouldn't be here. There's no me. She's the bringer of life for him. Like, she gave him a reason to keep going. So she literally knows, like, I can do whatever I want. I just start some fake tears, say I'm hurt, say I can't breathe, and he's right there. Oh, 
Debbie, Gubby. What does he call her? Gubby? Babby or Babby. something Babby. like that. Yeah. yeah. What the hell? Just call her. Ugh, people in their weird stuff, man. I swear. <laughs> okay, so let's talk about the new girl because we got a new, I don't want to call her a girl. She's 41. Let's talk about Shekinah. So All right, no lock. All right, no lock. Tennessee, who lives in LA, who I never would have guessed grew up Amish, right? Like, so we meet her and she's with Sarper. And okay, so let's talk about the fact that their faces, both of them have had like a lot of work, right? Like a lot of work. Like Sarper, I think has probably had more work than Shekinah, which I think is kind of weird. I don't know. They look like they could be siblings. They just looked like they're, they've had so much Botox, like you can't really tell if they're laughing, smiling, crying, or upset, right? Oh. Is that how you felt? Like, I was just uh like, damn. <laughs> They're very LA. Like their whole face was just like shot up, you know, like, yep. like needle, needle, <laughs> needle, needle. I was just like, damn. I mean, I I really like her, and I know Dee you don't. I don't I like, like her. I like I like everything LA. Okay, like I like the plastic. I like everything LA. So I like her, but I do think it was interesting how her friend was like, oh well, I want to tell her that she's making a mistake. And then while doing that, he shot his shot with her and was like, you should just be with me. Again. Again. They've already They've already But she has a type. Yeah. Her type is playboy, douchebag, athletic a-holes, right? Yeah. And her friend clearly doesn't fall into the category. And it's like, when you're a good guy, unfortunately, you're not the guy that she wants. That's how yeah. it always ends up. I hate, I hate to be the bearer of that. And I, I hate that it's true, but it's true. If you would treat her right, you would take care of her, you would respect her. She's not, you're not her first choice. Right. Probably not second or third, right? Like, not, girls are into that exciting, bad boy type guy. And I feel like Shekinah, after five months, is ready to move to, wait, where is it? Is it? Turkey? Tur Turkey. Turkey. Okay, I was gonna say, do you think she's ready to move to Turkey because how ex inexpensive plastic surgery is? I don't think so. I think she's ready to visit, but she's too LA for Turkey. Really? Because yeah. Darcy and Stacy liked it. Darcy and Stacy liked it to get their surgery. Are they still there? No. No, they're not. No, they're in Dubai actually. See, you know what? You make sense. They're in Dubai right now. You're right. Oh, thank you so much, um, Mage W56 for the badge. Appreciate it. So Okay, she has a daughter, right? And she didn't like get real into it, but she said that she's in boarding school. And she said that since she's in boarding school, she's ready to move to Turkey and get to know Sarper. So that's a red flag, right? Because why would you leave your child in boarding school to go get to know a guy you've met for five months? Okay. Why would you give up your business and your career for one that you have only known for five months just because the sex is great you can get good sex from anybody yeah. and if they don't know what they're doing teach them yeah and let's talk about <laughs> she can only weigh 128 or less let's talk about that is it ever okay for a man to tell you how much you should weigh like i was under the impression no. love her for who she is or don't love her at all so the fact that and the fact that she changed her diet and even entertained the idea of losing weight for this man is scary to me because she has a daughter. And yeah. I don't want her daughter to ever think that a man can come into your life and say, hey, you will look better thinner. Yeah. Don't ever let anybody enter in your life and tell you you're better any other way 
than who you are right now. Yep. So the fact that even her friends, they were like, the fact that you even are entertaining it and trying to lose weight for him is insane. And I think it is. It's literally insane. I want her to do better loving herself. She's beautiful. She clearly can get any guy she wants. Her friends are fighting over yep. her. So it's like, why do you feel that this guy, okay, another thing that just popped in my head. When we met um, Sarper, his friend asked, how many women have you been with? And he said about 2,500. Right. So that what, is, I know that's what I was going to say. 2,500 or more. Like, is that even possible? I'm a church boy. I grew up in the church. Like, I didn't even know that that number was fathomable to a human being. Oh my God. I don't even think being a porn star, you would have a How old is he? How old is he? Do we know? I didn't see his age, but he definitely looks her age or older, right? At least okay. 41. I could have sworn she said 43. Uh, I could be wrong. Don't hold me to it. But I could have sworn she said 43. 2,500 people is six. Somebody having sex, having sex with a different person every day for over six years, six and a half years, every single day, oh. 2,500. There ain't no way. His dick would have fallen off. Well, wouldn't he have, have something like an you STD? Would, you would think. That's what I was missing to say. And she still went over there and had this amazing sex with him and off the chain sex, you know, hot sex, whatever it is she wanted to call it, and not go get, um, take him to get a STD. I mean, does his thing still work? I mean, probably. This is a lot. This is a lot for me. And I'm, I'm wondering since we're meeting them so late in this season, if that means something, because we're like on what, episode eight? Yeah. And we're just meeting her. I was like, so maybe she goes over there and she figures out some stuff that she didn't know early on. Because I was like, you're gonna leave your daughter in boarding school for a man or who's been with like every single woman in Turkey. Yeah. Right? Like literally every single woman in Turkey. Like, yeah. are you serious? Like, that was a fling. When you were over there and y'all were having sex, that was it. Yep. You weren't supposed to go back. Yeah. That was it. He's not looking to settle down. Why would somebody who's had sex with 2,500 people want to settle down and marry you? Yeah. I'm not saying that you're not said, worth it, but he why would he want Something that um, she put a spell on him or something, that he's going to have to change his whole lifestyle. No. I mean, he ain't changing his lifestyle. At 43, if you hadn't changed your lifestyle, this is just who you are. Yeah. Right? He's I feel another like Christian. He's another Christian to me. <laughs> I don't like I don't I already don't like him. There's too many red flags. I mean, as soon as as soon as not even one minute into watching her on TV, I was like, Nope, I don't like her. Oh nope. then red flags flag started shooting up. He's a fitness, he's a model and fitness trainer. So he, maybe he's banging all the chicks he meets at the gym. So Smokey and Baby Kitty says, maybe it's all his um, training girls at the gym. Is that, wait, so when people- He's trained gym, over 2,500 people. No, wait, no. when people go to the gym, are they hooking up? Not that I know. No, I, I go to the gym and I don't be hooking up with nobody. Yeah, I didn't think so. I didn't know that that was a thing. I didn't know that people were like hooking up at the gym, but I've never had like a trainer. So I don't know if like a, if if a girl has a trainer and he's attractive, is it possible to just let him be your trainer, or does it go into something else? Like I don't know. Twenty five times though, twenty five hundred. Well, 
different times. This guy would have had to start being a trainer at the age of five. If that was the case. <laughs> like, yeah. No way. I'm, I'm really interested in this storyline. I'm just going to say it right now. I hope that there's more to it because it's, it's late in the game. So she might maybe never even get over to Turkey. We don't know what's going to happen. What, 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 what happened in the preview? I don't remember seeing the preview. Did we see them in the preview at all? I don't think we see him in the no. preview. Yeah, so the preview was um him at the gym with one of his friends. Oh, and that's and when that he said that. Yeah, yeah, that was where he said the twenty five hundred. Yes. So we don't know what's gonna happen yet. I'm really invested. So I wanna jump into the Harvard educated donor. So Danielle said that since she needs to have a donor for it's the is it the egg they need the donor? I'm not good at this. I believe yeah, it's the egg. Egg. Okay. Yeah. So she wants her to be Harvard educated. And I was like, girl, on your budget, it's probably going to be the crackhead outside the 7 Eleven. But that's fine. You know, that's fine. This crackhead outside the 7 Eleven. Holly's on her way. Always right. She's getting a lot of work. I'm happy for this crackhead at 7 Eleven. She is definitely having her best week, right? She is in high demand this week. So it's $11,500. Okay. That's cheap, right? For yeah. a yeah, because we were talking when we heard um, Kenny and Armando have their um, consultation. Didn't we hear $72,000? But it's different. Kenny and Armando need a woman to carry the baby. Oh, Danielle is so, her own. Danielle okay. carry the, the baby. So, yeah, okay, so babies. It's, it's minus paying the woman to carry it. That's why it's cheaper. Just buying the egg, essentially. Got it. Okay, got it. So Either way, it's, it's more money than Danielle has. Yeah. I mean, we all know that, right? We know that she doesn't have she doesn't have ten thousand five hundred. She doesn't have eleven thousand five hundred. She probably doesn't have five hundred. So yeah. my thing she probably was, don't even got enough to buy a soda. Right, right. My thing was though, Johan doesn't have a job, and he's right. not really looking for one. So like, why do people feel like children are free? Like, why do you want to bring a child into a world where there isn't going to be a lot of money? And I know the amount of money you need in the DR is a lot less than you need in the U.S., but it's still needed. And I don't know. It's like they don't get along. They are in a train wreck of a place financially. They barely can agree on one thing, but they want to bring a person into this situation. It's just really scary to me because storyline that's all it is it's just a storyline these people are these are the last two people on the planet that need to reproduce first of all can you imagine a little danielle like i can't even handle a big danielle let alone a little one no we don't need that no we don't need that no i mean and and, and it's crazy how they're thinking that a baby is gonna fix everything a baby is the most amazing, most, oh my gosh, I love babies. Is a baby, a child is the best thing that could ever happen to you other than your life yourself, you know, having life. But a baby doesn't always fix things. A baby can sometimes make it worse. Yeah. And it would be because when they split up, which we know they do, like, you're going to have to figure out how to co-parent this baby. And you're already not on the same page with what it needs and how it needs to be raised. It's going to be a shit show if that happens. They well, can't even 
even have a conversation without fighting. I know. They can't sit in the car next to each other and have a conversation without disagreeing about everything. And I think Danielle is right, though. Johan wants all the fun stuff with the kids. He yeah. wants to play catch. He wants to play peekaboo. He wants to tickle the kid. And then whenever the child needs something else, he's going to hand it to Danielle. And I think that is a major issue because I feel like Johan is like a 17 foot tall kid, right? Right. Like, I feel like he's definitely <laughs> yeah. not mature. Yeah. He's like a human giraffe, right? Like he's a big baby and he doesn't understand the world and how it works and money and how, you know, you can't just say, I want a baby and I want a donor and I want all this happen and then do nothing to pay for it. Now that's yeah. not how the world works. The world, you can have anything you want if you can figure out a way to pay for it. No one will tell you no. Like, yeah. You can get anything if you can figure out a way to pay for it. And I feel like he always looks to Danielle. And she mentioned it on the episode. She was like, oh, I don't have this money. And that means I'm the only one who's going to have to figure out how to get it. And I was like, well, you put yourself in a relationship with a man that you knew was not financially stable. So you can't really complain about him not being financially stable. Because when you met him, he was not financially stable. You knew it. You did it anyway. And now you're trying to make him feel bad about his lack of finances when this is who he's always been. Yeah. But you can't come over and be like, okay, well, now that you married me, you have to figure out a way to make 100K a year. He's never made 100K a year. He's probably never going yeah. to in the DR. Yeah. Don't be stupid. You know, like he yeah. can't produce that. And you expecting that from him is out of, out of the question. And it's like she's, she likes to put him down basically like well anything yeah. money wise i have to do anything i have to do and i'm like you picked him though he was minding his own business at the hotel fitness center when you walked in and you yep. started flirting with him and you started sleeping with him and you let him propose to you and young man he was fine either way if it wasn't you it would have been the next american girl right like so you can't really complain this was kind of what you asked for but how did they flip scripts so fast like wasn't it last week or whatever week we saw them last they were gonna get a gym and he was gonna be a personal trainer and she was gonna be a yoga instructor and now all of that's gone and she they're gonna have a baby like what are we doing next week they have to break yeah. up right i think they have yeah. to break up so maybe that's the next how many i don't i'm confused because now that we're in one hour episodes i don't know how many episodes there are anymore we so i'm really like confused left now yeah, because it's usually 14, but now that we're doing one hour, that would make it 28, I think, right? I think they had to do it this way because this season is just, these people are wackadoos. Plain and <laughs> so they're like, we don't even have enough to do a whole season. So we'll add another show and cut these down to an hour just so we can push through. I bet the tell-all is maybe maybe two parts but even the tell-all is going to be short I yeah because we already know who's together and who ain't together so yeah it's not even difficult to figure out they don't know how to control social media anymore we nope. see everything yep. too early too soon we like what was that on love in paradise we knew that amanda not amanda we knew jessica was pregnant yep. with one yep. baby like they don't know how to control social media but they used to I was watching Extreme Sisters the last season, and one of the sisters was not only pregnant, but had a baby. And yeah. I didn't find out until the show aired. And I was like, see, that's how you control social media. Yeah. Don't yeah. let them ruin the show. Yeah, I mean, 
<laughs> you, if they if they sign a NDA, well, they need to be held accountable. Yeah, yeah, and I think TLC is definitely um, letting people get away with a lot of NDA, um, lot um, what's the word, violations. Yeah, yeah. People I mean, are they're, they're only they're only hurting themselves because people already know what's going on, so they nobody even gonna want to watch it anymore. We're losing interest, right? We want to find yeah. out what happens on the show. We shouldn't know who's in America and who's not before. Like they, they're really losing sight yep. of what the show is about. We want to find out. We watch the tell-alls. The tell-alls, they do so well in the ratings because we turn it on and we're literally shocked yep. at what we see. We're shocked at who's together. We're shocked at who's not. Because I remember um, we were watching one tell-all and I think Kim and Usman broke up and then all of a sudden they showed up on Happily Ever After together. Yeah. Like we want to be shocked. Yeah. Right? Like don't yeah. let us figure it. We're not going to even watch it. If you're going to give us the information on twitter and instagram four months before it happened you're not even going to have us watching it we don't yep. care anymore yep i, I still want i still want to be on the tell-all so me too i'm telling you they need to let us three go to the tell-all sean can ask the the nice questions we'll we'll ask the hard questions yep and then when they lie to us we can punch them in the face <laughs> yeah and keep them in the nuts <laughs> I would do it if they're interested. I would do it. I would Wait, um, I Judy, would do said, it too. Judy says it looks like Brandon and Mary were kicked off the show. Um, I heard that. Did you get that? Bye. I heard, heard that. I didn't. I heard that. Here, well, why were they? It was all over social media that they that they got fired because because his mom had a leaky mouth and told everybody everything. And yeah, they posted something with the wedding and the baby that's already. Oh, born. I knew about that, but. The show had already been filmed. Yeah, but well, didn't kick them off the show, but like they're done. They they broke oh, the NDA, so so no more. They won't be featured no on anything else. No, happily ever. Oh after. yeah. After well, it's kind of his mom's fault though, yeah. not his, right? They're live on TikTok every night. Brandon and Mary are together. Mm -hmm. Oh, I didn't know that. Yep. You not yet. You can't do that because that that gives it all away because okay. people want to know if he's still there. Oh, yeah. So, again, I think a lot of people are forgetting what an NDA is. And they exist for a reason. It's not just to stop you from posting things. It's to keep the integrity of the show alive. Yeah. People actually want to tune in. The people who flew over to these countries to film this stuff with you, they don't want to waste their time. They want people to actually tune in and watch the show and be interested. So I think it's an integrity issue. And I think a lot of people are like, well, it's my life. I can post about my life if I want to, but you're you're taking away from the integrity of the show because yeah. you filmed it. You did 15 hour days, and now you're ruining it. So no one's actually gonna watch it. Oh, we're talking about um, Brandon and Mary. Apparently, they got canned. I guess they're not gonna be on any spinoffs, as far as we know. Do you think? But they did film the tell all, right? I heard that they were yeah. at the tell all. Okay, they the, did that. But they're just not going to be returning on anything else. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, if you don't you don't respect the rules of the the show and the network, you're going to get fired. I mean, it's a job. Yeah. You know, if you if you work at the grocery store and you don't follow the policy, they're going to fire you from the grocery store. It's a job. You have to follow the rules. You get you know a thousand dollars. Well, there's a, there's quite a few that needs to be fired off the job because we we found out a bunch of stuff not only with um the ninety day fiance but um what is it um. My Match abroad, um, match abroad. I mean, is we found out a lot of stuff before 
way before we were supposed to. Yeah, so, you're right. You're right. I mean, I mean and then um, certain people going on doing their lives, talking about, I mean, and then they talking bad about TLC and, and all this other stuff, like, why why is TLC not not saying anything to them? Yeah. I think that they are. Oh, Smokey, um, they do get paid from the show, but the catch is you don't collect your, okay, so you get a check at the end, and that's after the tell-all. So say they filmed the show a year ago, they didn't see any of the money until the tell-all was filmed. So it could be that they're asking for money because they didn't actually get any of the money from the show yet. And it's also in the NDAs that they're not to discuss money from the show. So they can't say, you know, like Danielle's saying, Johan doesn't have any money. When we know he's getting paid just as much as her mm -hmm. to be on the show, they have money, but they can't talk about that. It's in the NDAs. Right. They can't talk about, like, I'm going to buy this when I get my money from the yeah. show. Or yeah. they can't say stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, and but so they say... If they go against the NDA, they don't even get um, a check after the tell-all yeah. because they broke contract. If you break the con contract, you only get a, a check for a smaller amount. Yeah. I don't remember what the percentage is. So say you were going to get $20,000 and you break the NDA. So after the tell-all, they might pay you $5,000 yeah. because you violated the NDA. Yeah. And then you're probably blackballed as well. So you're not going to be able to film with that network again. Yep. Because you didn't follow their rules. And I think a lot of people get blackballed and they don't realize they're screwing themselves over in the long run because Sharp is a good network yep. to be on because they will use you for years. It's a good residual job. So a lot of people don't realize that. They got to learn how yeah, to. Yeah, look, look at Angela and Michael and yeah. Big Ed and, learn, and crazy people like that. Be quiet and cash your checks. <laughs> like, yep. don't tell yep. them. Everybody doesn't need to know. When they turn on their TV, that's when they know. Just cash your checks and be happy. Yep. Okay, so I haven't watched um, The Last Resort yet, so I'm going to watch it after I'm done here. Oh, it was um, good. It was good. I haven't seen it yet. Okay, okay good. good. Okay. We're going to come back tomorrow. Okay, so tomorrow's Tuesday. So no hurricane tomorrow. So it's supposed to hit Wednesday. So hopefully I'll have power and, and signal. So we'll be able to talk about... Um, the last resort tomorrow before these crazy storms start up. So, I mean, I'm hoping, fingers crossed, I don't lose either one, right? Yeah. That, that, that's the plan. That's the hope that we're going for. But just in case, if I'm offline for a while, it's because I don't have no power. Well, <laughs> we're, we well where I'm at, we're in the red zone. We're still in the red zone. And it's saying, um, that's why I was looking at my notifications. It's still saying that we're going to start feeling it tomorrow night. And then Wednesday we will be um, Wednesday we will we'll be in the hurricane all day. Yep. You guys out. This is why I live on the other coast because the only thing going on over here is we're on fire. <laughs> That's not better. Well, fire is well, to me, I mean, to me, going through a hurricane is just like pretty much another day. I mean, I'm used to it. We get them every year, so it doesn't really bother me. Just stock up on stuff and just. Grab the bull by the horns and go with it. That's all you can do. Yeah. Yes, I'm in Florida. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, Smokey says it's an hour south of me. Yeah. It's going to hit Tampa head on, though, which okay. I'm kind of scared. I have a lot of friends in Tampa. I know some people have already evacuated that I talked to, which I think is excellent. I don't want anybody to get hurt if you don't have to get hurt, yeah. if you don't have to stay 
come to Orlando. We are not in the, the red zone. You will be fine. I don't want to say you'll be fine here, but you'll be safer here yeah. than if you stay in the in the eye. Okay, so we'll be back tomorrow to... Oh, you're in Jupiter. Okay, yeah. I know where that's at. Okay, so we'll be back here tomorrow to talk about the last resort. Um, so make sure you join us tomorrow and make sure you're following my co-hosts, Cara and Didi. They're tagged in this video. And follow me on all social media platforms at George Mossy, georgemossy.com. In which case podcast, type in the George Mossy Show. And thanks for joining us for this episode. Um, so, yeah, make sure you're back here tomorrow, though, so we can talk about The Last Resort. I'm going to go watch it right now, actually. Yeah. All right, Thank guys. You. Bye. 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 Bye.